Happy Mother's Day! Today at Kayla's Church, we're discussing... Uh, actually, can you hold Obi first? Oh, my. <laughs> okay, come here. Come here. Okay, good. How to deal with mom guilt. Welcome to Kayla's Church. My name is Amritha Jiva. And I'm Pradeep Jiva. And we're so glad that you're tuning in online today mm -hmm. here at Kayla's Church on Mother's Day. Yeah. What a special day. Hey, you know, Kalos actually is a Greek word that means beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we understand that many people have had ugly experiences mm -hmm. with the church. And we wanted to create a safe environment at our church to ask the question, what is so beautiful mm. about Jesus? I want you to know that if it's your first time joining in, welcome to our church. You are welcome to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. I love that. And uh, before we hear a great message from a mother on Mother's Day, we want to make sure that we're not just a friendly church, but a church of friends. And we want to connect. And so every week we try to highlight something good mm -hmm. from our Facebook private community and something we can pray for. And if you want to join our private Facebook group, we would love for you to be a part. There's active prayer requests, comments, memes, jokes. And all you got to do is go to our crash course right after this service and we can connect and show you how to be involved. And so let's show you something good right now. We have our Kalos kids who made a special video of a celebration for mom. So let's watch that video right now. You're going to find it's super fresh. You might have a mom. She might be the bomb, but ain't nobody got a mom like mine. What do you love most about your mom? How she would, how she would cook, us, cook us food and, um, and that that she, that she is a loving, caring woman. Uh, she's funny. Okay, Layla, what do you love most about mommy? Uh, she tickles me in my lap. And I get to snuggle with them. Is that she does crafts with me. She is very smart, and she is also really courageous. What is your mom really good at, Layla? She is good at soccer, uh, cooking, and teaching teaching me new stuff. Good at playing with me. What makes Oma happy? <laughs> Layla, what makes mommy happy? Um, ice cream. When I get good grades in school and when I clean my room.
Wow, I love that. That was so cute. Very fresh indeed. I, I love it. Love our kids. Thank you, Kalos kids, for participating. And happy Mother's Day again to everybody. And so we love showcasing something good, but also we're going to turn a corner here and talk about something we can pray for. As we know, our nation is mourning a lot of different things right now, like coronavirus, but also uh, systemic racism that's going on in our nation. And you know, one of the things that we love about Kalos Church so much is that we truly are a multi-ethnic and multicultural community. And right now, there are many people of color in our community that are mourning, that are afraid because of the, the murder of uh, Ahmad Arbery, who is jogging and then attacked and shot at gunpoint. And people are, are feeling like afraid as a person of color. Even I have to ask these questions. Where is it safe for me to go and be in? We might think America's done with racism and maybe that was something that happened decades ago, but I, racism is alive. Racism is here. And it, we really believe that as the church, we need to proclaim the gospel yeah. in these difficult times. Amen. And we really believe what the book of Galatians says. Galatians says, there is neither Jew nor Gentile. Neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ. And as a church, we are mourning with our brothers and sisters from different ethnicities as we are all one in Christ. And so why don't we pray as the church and let's weep with those who are weeping right now. Amen. Dear Father, we just lift up the pain of our nation. We lift up all who are mourning and grieving. Lord, we come against systemic evil. And Lord, we pray that you would bring uh, comfort in the midst of this pain. Lord, we ask that you would bring justice in the midst of this hurt. Lord, I pray that you give us direction, that we wouldn't just be a church that uh, only has kind words, but you would help us to figure out what actions and how we can be helpful, Lord, and what measures we can take. So Lord, we lift up this entire issue for mm -hmm. you. And we pray that your will would be done. Mm -hmm. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Okay. And everybody said, amen. 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 And amen. Well, without further ado, we are going to turn a corner again. And we're going to hear a great message from Pastor Amritha. So let's give her a digital high five. Let's leave a comment and let's open up our hearts so that we're not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Well, happy Mother's Day. This is a Mother's Day like no other. Like many things, we are in quarantine. A Mother's Day in quarantine that's so wild. Yeah, and yeah. there are literally moms who are giving birth to babies, who have carried their babies in the quarantine of the womb My for goodness. all these months. And now they're giving birth to babies still in quarantine. Yes. Actually, you're going to hear from Amy Carlson, our kids director, later in this service. And that is actually her yeah. current reality. <laughs> as well. But today I want to talk about how the quarantine is impacting all of us very differently, mm -hmm. but for moms, even in a unique way as well. And I think that the mom guilt is really on the rise right yes. now. And I want to address that as the church. And I want to make sure, moms, that we are talking about it so that we don't have to experience this kind of guilt. You know, moms already wear a ton of different mm -hmm. hats. Mm -hmm. They are um, in a lot of different roles in their households. Yeah. Moms are chefs. Moms are teachers. Yes. Moms are cleaners. Moms are managing chaos. Moms probably feel a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit mm. underappreciated or a lot yeah. underappreciated. And moms are just going through a lot in this season. Yeah. 
I remember a moment when I had major mom guilt. Two years ago, a little over two years ago, we planted Kalos Church. We started it brand new. And uh, I was overseeing a lot of different areas of the church. And one of the areas was the kids ministry. And I'll never forget, we actually uh, were getting ready to launch our church. We actually launched in downtown Bellevue, 2017 yes. in a comedy club. And the week leading up to launch, I remember just making sure that I was checking everything mm -hmm. off, mm -hmm. making sure that we all had our ducks in a row and the day before launch so on Saturday I was driving home and I was just going through my mental checklist moms you know exactly what I mean and I was just sitting there kind of just going through it all and all of a sudden it dawned on me and I realized I did not make any plans for the day of launch for my 19-month-old son. I had made <laughs> plans for everyone else's kids. I had made sure everything was going to run smoothly. And my husband and I had to be there for setup and all the way through service to tear down. We're a portable church. And I had not once thought about what <laughs> is going to happen with my son. And the mom guilt just set in. <laughs> How did I forget about him? And this is a real reality. I think for people. And we all have heard of this term, mom guilt. Mm -hmm. So I want to give us a little bit of a definition to work with today. And let's look at this. Mom guilt is the feeling of guilt, doubt, anxiousness, or uncertainty experienced by mothers when they worry they're failing or falling short of expectations in some way. For many moms, particularly new, working or single moms, the variables that contribute to this phenomenon are numerous and intense. Do you know someone who is suffering from some mom guilt today? Are you a mom who's sitting here saying, I resonate with that mm -hmm. definition. I think I might be going through that. Maybe you're not a mom and you're realizing, you know what? I am dealing with some guilt and some anxiousness and some things like that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're a dad and you're like, actually, I am feeling some dad guilt. Well, you know what, dads? Today's not your day. <laughs> Next month is your month. We'll get to you later, okay? <laughs> and maybe you're a mom who is just feeling so many different things. And I want to talk about this today because mom guilt looks like this. If you don't know, here's what happens, I think, for a lot of moms. You feel guilty for not spending enough time with your kids, for maybe spending more time on your computer or in Zoom meetings, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you are trying to have children and you're struggling with infertility and there's some guilt mm -hmm. happening for you mm -hmm. in that whole process. Maybe your kids are all grown and they're making some choices with their lives that are really difficult for you and you're blaming yourself for many of the things of the past that may have contributed to that. There's just so much guilt. Maybe your mom you're feeling guilty because you're not feeding your kids super healthy in quarantine. Everything's not gluten-free, dairy-free, oil-free, everything free. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. you're a mom in this quarantine that is feeling guilty because your kids are having too much screen time. I want to tell you this. I don't know if you take advice from memes. I'm not necessarily recommending that. But this meme I thought was hilarious. Uh, feeling guilty about your kid watching too much TV? Just mute it and put the captions on. <laughs> Boom. Now they're reading. <laughs> well, today I want to read a scripture that I think might surprise you when it comes to a Mother's Day message. But moms, trust me, you're going to love this. And if you're not a mom today, I want you to lean in because this isn't just a sermon for mothers. This is a message I believe that will encourage everyone mm -hmm. in whatever situation or state that you are in. The scripture that I'm going to read from comes from 1 
1 Kings 19 in the Old mm-hmm. Testament. And it's a story about Elijah. I want to set this up just a little bit. Elijah was a man of God. And he was going around and confronting all of the mm-hmm. sin and all of the issues of the world and saying, listen, we need to live by God's standards, not by the world's standards. And because Elijah was advocating for God, many people hated him. In fact, they wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. And in this particular story, Elijah was at a really low point and he had just gotten a death threat from a woman named Jezebel who said, I will kill you. Hmm. And so this is how Elijah responds. Let's pick up in 1 Kings 19 verse 3. Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, get up and eat. He looked around, and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones in a jar of water. So he ate and drink and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, get up and eat some more or the journey ahead will be too much for you. So he gave up, he got up and ate and drank and, and the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. Here we see Elijah went into the Mm -hmm. wilderness. He was alone. He was depressed. He was so low and he literally finds this tree and lays down and he says, God, I have had enough. Mm. I have had enough. Anyone else feeling that way Mm -hmm. in this quarantine? Anyone else just sick of some of the routine and everything that's bad that's going on? I have had enough. Maybe today you say, I feel like I'm in the wilderness. I feel like I'm alone. I feel like my circumstances are just too much Mm. for me. I am over it. I have had enough. I am fed up. This is where Elijah was in this scripture. Mm. You know, today as I dive in, I want to look at three important words that I find in this scripture. Does anyone remember the movie Eat, Pray, Love? Yes. Listen, I am no Julia Roberts, but I will tell you that today, instead of the words eat, pray, love, we're going to focus on three words in the scripture, and that is pray, eat, and sleep. If I could sum up my sermon in three words, those would be (laughs) the three words. (laughs) The first word is pray, pray. Verse four says, then Elijah went alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. You know, even though Elijah's prayer was intense and he was essentially giving up on life, I admire his honesty. Yeah. I admire that he went to God and yeah. not away from him. He he lay down in total defeat, but he went to God and he prayed. You know what, moms, you may be in this moment where you say, I have done everything for everyone else. Mm. I have had enough. And I want to tell you today that you can talk to God about where you're at and you can be honest. You can be exhausted. You can be sick of everything. Wherever you're at, you can talk to him and be honest. You know, Elijah was in this middle ground, right? This wilderness, this in-between. He had had victories before. If you keep reading the scriptures, he was going to have continued victories. But in this in-between, he was in this really low and hard spot. And I don't know about you, but... 
I have had these days where I wake up and I'm super pumped and I exercise and I have my coffee and I worship the Lord and I get my kids ready and then I work all day and I check off everything. I'm just like killing this day. And then I make a beautiful meal for my family. My kids go to, I mean, it's just like the best day. And I'm like, yes, tomorrow I'm going to do the same thing. Well, in mom life, before you even get to tomorrow, the kids are up four times in the night. I'm yes. exhausted. I get up late and scramble around. The kids don't have anything really for breakfast. I'm throwing old clothes on them, whatever. We go through our day. It's just a day. It just feels low. I'm exhausted and everything is a mess. What happened to my victory day? What in the yeah. world happened? Yeah. And I think this is what we go through, this moment in Elijah's life where he's just done and he's just spent. What happened? And I love that Elijah went toward God and not away from him. Look at this scripture. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says this, Rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. You know what? I think this scripture that says pray continually was written for mothers <laughs> because we need it all the time. Yeah. And moms, I want you to hear this. Mom guilt steals from us. <laughs> it steals from us. It steals our joy. It steals our strength. It steals our confidence. It steals our unworthiness. It makes us want to give up. It lies to us. Guilt pulls all of this stuff out of us. Mm. And I want to tell you, moms, that even today in this quarantine, this situation where you are wearing many different hats, you are just dealing with so much. I want you to know that you are anointed for this season, mm. that when you pray, God begins yeah. to strengthen your inner being, yeah. that he is with you. And I want you to think of it like this, like a prayerful life is a powerful yeah. life. And what it is, is, is mm -hmm. you think of it like a cell phone that is almost at its end and the battery mm -hmm. is going to die and you got to plug it in, right? You got to plug it into a power source. Well, when you pray, you are plugging yourself in to a power source. A prayerful life is a powerful That's life. Good. And you know what happens? All of a sudden, your strength begins to be mm -hmm. restored. Everything that tried to steal from you, your confidence comes back, your worthiness comes back. All of that comes back because you plugged into the power source of talking to Jesus. Mm -hmm. There is nothing like a praying mother. I grew up with a praying yes. mother. My mother prayed. She, I always say this phrase, she prayed me into her life. I was adopted when I was a little girl from India. And the adoption took four years back in 1986. There was no email. There was not a lot of electronic anything happening. A lot of people were coming against my parents because the adoption was just not happening. And my mother plugged into the power source mm -hmm. and she kept praying and she kept going. And you trust me, there were so many times where she was like, I have had enough. I can't do this. I have had enough. But you know what? She continued to go to God and not away from wow. him and begin to pray. And four years later, sure enough, with enough money for one plane ticket, my mom went across the world and she got her girls. And I'm here today because of it. Wow. Prayer, a praying mother makes a huge, huge difference. Amen. 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 The second thing that happens in this scripture is eat, eat. Moms, don't yes. you love this? Usually when we go to God in our struggle and our questions, he talks to us in the scriptures with something super profound that's life-changing. And in this moment, God gives Elijah food. He gives him food. And maybe 
in my pastoral counseling, I need to start asking people, hey, have you eaten yet? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that will help you right now. Because this is what helped Elijah. Look at this. It's the, the angel said to Elijah, get up and eat. He looked around and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones in a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Can you imagine this moment? You are exhausted. You are tired and you're defeated. You're just done. And you lay under this tree and all of a sudden you look over and there is freshly baked sourdough. That's like the craze right now. Sourdough, homemade bread with a little butter and mm. it's flaky. Can you imagine? Come on, somebody. This is what happens. You know why Jesus gave Elijah bread? He knew that Elijah needed nourishment. Mm. Nourishment wasn't just going to fill his belly, but it was actually going to impact his emotions. It was going to impact where he was psychologically at. It was just going to touch him. Some of you moms right now are like, where is this tree and how can I get this bread, <laughs> yes. you know? And I am just so amazed that God knew what he needed and it was to eat. It was that he would take some time to nourish his body. Here's your rhyme for today. Food gives us nourishment and encouragement. Bonus rhyme, food puts us in a good mood. Wow, double high Amen. five. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes. And you know what? In the New <laughs> Testament, we see that a lot of Jesus's ministry included food. Yes. Food actually throughout the Bible is really significant. In Luke chapter five, we see that Jesus in the New Testament sat down and ate with tax collectors mm -hmm. and food brought together people that weren't supposed to be together wow. in that moment. In Luke seven, he invited himself over to a man's house named Simeon. And he said, hey, Simeon, cook me some food, right? And we see later on in Luke that Jesus fed five thousand people. Wow. This nourishment, this idea that nourishment and food was going to bring about such peace and life is really interesting and something for us to take note of in the scriptures. Now, I'm not saying that you should binge eat or just eat all of your comfort foods all the time. I'm not saying to use food as a reward. Although mothers today, it's Mother's Day. You can eat as much chocolate as you want. The pastor just gave you permission. <laughs> but what I'm saying is use food in a healthy way. Allow yourself to be nourished. And you know, it was so important that Elijah was in, was nourished and ate this food. It was so important that after he ate some, he actually went back to sleep and the angel of the Lord came back to him and he said this, Hey, Elijah, wake up and eat again, <laughs> eat some more yes. because the journey ahead is long and you need to be able to make it for the journey that is ahead. Can I be honest with you today and tell you what it's like to be a mom sometimes? To be really honest, sometimes as a mother, it feels like the journey ahead is really long. It feels like unsustainable to live this motherhood life. Mm. Sometimes it just feels never ending. Sometimes it feels like when I have given, when we have given everything, little people need more from us. Sometimes it can be lonely, the journey of motherhood. Sometimes it can be painful. And the reality is the journey ahead, like what Elijah experienced was long. And so for Elijah, for us, the nourishment is so important. If you think about it, when you sit down to eat, you take a deep breath, you eat some food, you take just a moment for yourself and you get nourished, nourishment and encouragement. It makes a huge difference in your yes. life. Amen. Amen.
A couple years ago, I actually went through a really weird uh, situation. I was pregnant, early pregnant with my daughter, and we had to go to the emergency room that night because there were some complications that were happening. We were really scared, and we ran to the emergency room, and thankfully, everything was okay, but we were there for several hours. It was a really scary time. And I'll never forget, we left the emergency room, we were headed back home, and some of our friends had come to our house to watch our son for us while we were gone. And I'll never forget, we got home, and Randall had made us steaks. Yes. He had made us steaks. Randall, who goes to our church, incredible man of God, he made the most incredible steaks. And I remember sitting down at my table and sitting down to eat, and my friends had made this huge meal for us, mashed potatoes, steak beans and oh, it's just, just so good and I still today talk about the steak that Randall made yes. on one of the hardest nights of our yeah. life yeah. do you see what food can do mm-hmm. God said Elijah eat nourish it was so encouraging that night to have that food mm-hmm. hey kids I want you to listen up right now I want you when service is over to make your mom something wonderful to eat let's watch this video Oh, that was so cute. Hey, dads, please clean up after your kids today, whatever they make mom, okay? Well, the last point here today is sleep. So he ate and drank and laid down. And so here we see another really interesting moment where God replies to Elijah with Mm -hmm. a remedy that I really personally love. And I mean, Elijah is done. He is fed up. He is over it. Mm -hmm. He is overwhelmed. He is down. He's low. He sits under this tree. And you know what God says to him? Hey, Elijah, you need a nap, bro. You just need to take a nap. You need to sleep. You need to get some perspective. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what happens a lot of times when we sleep? Mm -hmm. You know what? I um, am amazed that God didn't give Elijah a pep talk. He didn't give him anything that we would normally sort of expect. He said, you need to sleep. And maybe some of you, maybe you've ever had an argument with your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend late at night, ever done that before? Bad idea. You're like, you know what? We just need to go to bed because we're going to feel different tomorrow, right? Like that's what always happens. Sleep gives us perspective. Did you know that sleep also actually heals and recovers our bodies? Mm -hmm. It is so amazing. I want you to see this quote. Being asleep may seem like the ultimate form of inactivity, but those unconscious hours are actually a time of hard work for your body. Sleeping is one way that your body recovers from damage and protects itself against illness. Isn't that amazing? I love that word recover. It is recovering us. It sorts out our daily information and events. It builds and rebuilds muscles. If you've ever had a muscle tear or an injury, Mm -hmm. if you sleep, it actually helps you heal 
faster. It allows our organs to rest and recover. I love that. Really, what Elijah needed was a moment to recover, recover mm. from a death threat, recover from victories, recover from low moments. He needed a time to just sleep and eat and yeah. rest. You know, moms, I want to tell you if you're struggling with mom guilt, I want to recommend that you rest, yeah. that you take a moment for yourself, some self-care. Maybe you just need to take a nap and you need to sleep. If you ever needed a biblical reason to nap, I just gave it to you. You can take a nap. It is in God's word. <laughs> That's great. Moms, you may feel guilty because your kid ate a bag of Doritos and a pickle for lunch. You know what? It's okay. Take a rest. Then you can give your kid something healthy to eat for lunch. Uh, maybe you put dirty clothes on your kids because you haven't done laundry yet. Take a rest, then do the laundry. They're going to make it. It's okay. Uh, maybe you're a mom today and you would say, you know what? I've missed my child's last four dentist appointments, but I have not missed one of my hair appointments. <laughs> you know what, moms? I get it. I get it. Get your last hair appointment done. Take a rest and then go ahead and uh, give your kids everything they need. But give yourself some rest. Give yourself a break. It will make a huge difference. Yeah. Look at Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Hmm. You know, in this season of life, my husband and I, we've realized that at the end of the day, we just need some power naps. We yeah. just have to switch off with the kids and we just need, I mean, just a 10 to 20 minute nap. It rejuvenates us hmm. and help us helps us to just keep going. Amen. Amen. Resting is huge. You know, wherever you are today, maybe you're a mom that's feeling guilt. Maybe you know a mom that is struggling with guilt. Maybe you're somebody who would say, I've had enough. I'm struggling. My circumstances are overwhelming me. Wherever you are today, I want you to know that prayer, eating, and sleeping, the remedy that God had for Elijah can be true for us today. You know, I saw this meme after I decided to preach this message, actually, and it says this, this is your gentle reminder that one time in the Bible, Elijah was like, God, I'm so mad. I want to die. So God said, here's some food. Why don't you have a nap? So Elijah slept, ate, and decided things weren't so bad. Never underestimate the spiritual power of a nap and a snack. Amen. Amen <laughs> to that. Amen to that. Well, hey, I want to close today with this final scripture. Um, and I hope that it really ministers to your heart. It's found in John 3, 17, and it says this, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. You know, ungodly guilt is not something that God wants for moms or for anyone mm -hmm. experiencing this kind of ungodly guilt. And this scripture says that God came so that we might be saved from that ungodly guilt and from shame. And so I want to just pray for us. I want to pray for you moms. Pray for any of you that may be sitting under that tree in the wilderness yeah. just saying, I have had enough. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you so much for today. I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for all of the moms. I pray that today they would feel so celebrated, so yes. appreciated, so loved. And God, I ask that for anyone dealing with ungodly guilt, that Jesus, you would wash it away, mm. that you would help us remember that you came to take our guilt and our shame away. Yes. Father, we give you our hearts. We come to you even when we want to give up instead of away from you.
And Lord, we just ask that you would meet us in our moments, mm -hmm. like Elijah in this moment of lowness, of difficulty. Jesus, would you encourage us? Would you nourish us? Would you yes. help us to get rest, Lord? So I just thank you for today. I pray that you would bless all moms, all people out there in the name of Jesus. Amen.